You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello and welcome to the Giant Splash. I'm John Shea, the Chronicle's national baseball writer, and we welcome Buster Posey to the podcast. I caught up with Buster at Oracle Park during a media access before he headed down to spring training. And as you'll hear, colleagues Ann Killian and Henry Shulman jumped into our conversation. We touched on all kinds of topics, including Buster's expectations this year, his thoughts on Gabe Kapler, on the departure of good friend Madison Bumgarner, and the return of Hunter Pence and Pablo Sandoval. A year further removed from the surgery. Yeah. What What are the expectations? Much loftier than last year? I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I won't sit here and say they're not. Yeah, my expectations are high um, for myself, which they are every year. But, yeah, my expectation, expectations are high. I mean, it's... Honestly, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because my hip does feel really good right now. And, like, comparing it to the way that it felt last year, I mean, I was kind of limping into spring training last year. I mean, well, definitely into spring training, but even into the season a little bit. So, again, I'm cautiously optimistic that when I get down to Scottsdale and start catching and banging on this hip a little bit more that it continues to feel as good. And I'm also excited to work with uh, the, the new hitting guys and get some, some different – uh, takes on on what they s- think I can do to get back to you know producing uh, offensively like I know I, I still am capable to, of doing. So Donnie Ecker, Justin Veal, Dustin Lind, mm-hmm. kind of co coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, what it, it, what's that dynamic going to be like? Because they're kind of the same age as you. You've listened to guys who are much older in the past. Well. So the dynamic of them being the same age as me yeah. or younger, some and, of them? And new ideas. Younger, yes. Well, 29 I mean, for one. I think I think hitting ultimately, like, the, the fundamentals of hitting don't change no matter what, right? So um, you never know when you talk to somebody if they, they say something that, that works for your mind's eye that might not work for somebody else's mind. So I do think the value of having three guys is one might be saying something to me and the other might say the exact same thing in a different way, uh, but maybe it clicks coming from Dustin or Justin or Donnie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Donnie. Good. Donner how, and... How, <laughs> how open are you to new ideas? Very open. Okay. okay. Very open. I'm... I mean, if you're not open to new ideas, you're going to get left in the dust. So, yeah, very open to new ideas. Have you been hitting much in the offseason? I have. Okay. I've probably hit more this offseason than I have in quite a while. How do you feel physically with the hip a year further removed? I feel good. Yeah, wow. I feel like it's huh. moving well. But, again, understanding that the workload's about to ramp up. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Are you looking forward to uh, the dimensions that might be a little tiny hitter-friendly than they were last year? I like year? that temporary fence out there right now. <laughs> I don't think that's going to stay, but um, 
You know, I I don't we'll see. I, I don't honestly I don't know. Have you guys heard what the what it's gonna be now? Well they like, say it's like straight center is gonna be what? Any idea? I don't know. Oh, it, it went from three ninety nine to three ninety one dead center. Well, that can make a difference, yeah. yeah, for sure. And an eight foot wall is now a seven foot wall. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how many of those mm -hmm. balls that are, you know, at the wall mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. center fielders jumping up into the wall. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll see if it changes it. I, I would think it does. Yeah. Are you Are you really excited about uh, your health and actually for the first time in a long time being able to maybe do the things that you haven't been able to do? You know. Yeah. Would again, I say years? A couple years? I think I am excited. I'm excited every time this year. But it, like yeah. I said, I'm. I do understand. I've been doing it long enough to understand mm -hmm. that. There's definitely a difference between the way you feel right now mm -hmm. after I've been able to kind of train and work my body like I want to for the last three and a half months to how you feel in June and July sometimes. Um, but I think having been able to train that way this offseason hopefully should help how you feel and how I feel in June and July. What, what do you think of Gabe Kapler? Um, did you know much about him? Uh, have you spoke with him much? And how, what, what could he do to maybe improve a team that – it hasn't done as much winning as it used to. Well, I mean, I don't know Gabe that well other than my interactions with him here uh, in the last month or so since I've been coming to the ballpark. Um, definitely think he's uh, going to be a, a great communicator between the staff and the players. And I, from speaking with the, the coaching staff, I think they're going to be the same way. Hmm. And... Uh, you know, I think it just remains to be seen. It's hard, it, it's hard. It'd be hard for me to speak on on what his what it will look like as as what it will look like for him to be in the dugout. You know, because I've never been in the dugout with him. You've only had one manager. How how big a transition is this going to be? Yeah, I think it remains to be seen for me how much, how big of a transition it will be because obviously Boach and I. Uh, knew each other so well um, you know kind of a, a quick story about that is like when Boach would give me signs whether to throw over or pitch out or slide step or whatever the Astros would steal them <laughs> no I didn't say that you said that I'm ready for that one to die down um, but his his hand's so big that he would just kind of like all over his face so catchers that would come in they're like how do you? How can you tell where he's touching on his face? But it was one of those things that I mean, I've just seen him do it so many times that I know where he's going. But to a lot of people, it looked like he was just like a big bear paw going across <laughs> his face. A lot of ground to cover. Yeah. From my perspective, just this afternoon, it feels like a really kind of different place. And at, you know, thirteen coaches and mm -hmm. um, it just—I don't know. I just what—what what do you think in terms? You—you've you've been kind of the foundation of this Giants culture for the last decade, and now the culture is changing. Yeah, it, it is a different place, and I mean, different doesn't always mean good. It doesn't always mean bad. I mean, again, it, the proof is how we play on the field, and if we win baseball games. I mean, that's the the most simple way of of putting all of this to me is what do you what do you do out there on the field? How many wins? Uh, do you end up having? Um, I am talking to these guys, excited to work with them, and I'm also very grateful and thankful for the time that I had with Bam Bam. And, well, Lotus is still here, but obviously Boach and you know uh, Kurt Young was great to work with. Hergy obviously got a job with the D-backs, and um, 
shoe. I mean, those guys are great baseball people that will be missed. And I uh, apologize if I'm leaving somebody out here. Augie. Augie's another one. Um, and ultimately, that, that responsibility, it kind of hurts as a player because it kind of falls on us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you understand that the reason those guys didn't keep their jobs is because we didn't play well enough. Um, because really that's what, <laughs> I mean, that's what it boils down to. If we're rolling off, you know, 90 to 95 wins, then we're not having the changes. But um, clearly we need to make some changes. You have a couple, I'm sorry, you have a couple of new pitchers, uh, Smiley and Gausman, who um, might be third and fourth guys if they were to pencil them in today. But do you know much of them, about them? or? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I told Gausman last year when we, I think it was last year we faced him. Uh, and he had his split going. I'm thankful that I don't have to face his split this year because when he's got that thing going, it starts it right at the bottom of the zone and it falls off. And, uh, Smiley, uh, he was with us in the WBC but got hurt, so I think I caught him once. We'll have more of our conversation with Buster Posey, including his thoughts on Bumgarner and new coach Elisa Nacken, right after this. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Bumgarner's gone. You've been uh, paired for quite a long time through the championship run and beyond. What will that be like not having him out there throwing to you? Well, it's gonna—it's definitely going to be strange. Um, I know. It'll, I mean, it'll be tough not seeing him in the Giants uniform for sure. Um, he's obviously meant so much to the the organization, to the fan base. And, uh, you know, I th- he was one of the first guys I met when I signed. He was probably—he was probably—I don't know how old he was. Eighteen, maybe. Um, so a lot of good memories with him. Um, you know, the silver lining is is that I get to compete against one of the the fiercest competitors in the game. And uh, having caught him for over a decade, um, it'll be interesting to be on the other side of it. Um, I'm sure he's looking forward to it just like I am. What do you think of the hire of Alyssa? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I think the way I look at any hiring is that it's all about productivity. And if Alyssa is somebody that can help the Giants win ball games, then it's great. I mean, that's that's the way I look at it. And 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 who knows if this leads to something more to where it opens up other opportunities for people that help other organizations uh, win ball games. Because ultimately, I think anybody would tell you, and I think, and again, I, I don't want to speak for Alyssa because I've I've only met her briefly, but I think she would say the same thing. You know, she wants to she, she wants to contribute and, and make sure that uh, when she comes to the park every day, that the work she's putting in is helping helping guys get better and and working towards winning ball games. Um, how would you best describe your new teammate uh, Billy Hamilton as uh, as a catcher who's had to face Ugh. him? 
How do you spell that? <laughs> Please don't get on base. That's the best way to describe him. Uh, and he can be, he can definitely be a headache. And uh, I mean, you see what he does to infield defenses when he comes up. I mean, it's like the shortstop's playing almost on the grass. It feels like same with the third, but third baseman's almost at the pitcher's mound. And uh, yeah, he's whew, he's not fun for a catcher. Um, it just it, it changes the way that you set up. It changes sometimes. You you try not to let it change the way you call pitches, but sometimes you get competitive and you just want that pitch to to be able to throw him out. Um, so it'll be, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to deal with trying to throw him out right now. How would you describe your new teammate, Hunter Pence? Well, we all know Hunter's history. I mean, he's uh, he's one of the best teammates that anybody will ever have, and his enthusiasm for baseball is contagious. And, um, you know, I know he was his season was cut short a little bit last year from injuries, but he was putting up some big numbers before then, so I'm interested to just kind of pick his brain and see uh, what adjustments that he made. Does that seem interesting? Um, Hunter and Pablo, I mean, this has been like, let's turn the page, let's bring in all these new guys, let's have a whole new look, yet um, they're relying on, you know, they're going to bring back some familiar faces. The cynical sports writers are like, well, maybe they'll sell some season tickets out of that. Or I, I don't know. What, what do you feel like? Can, do you know what the philosophy is here? Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, I can't, again, can't speak for the GM or the president of baseball ops. But just from my vantage point, I mean, both of those guys can still be productive, you know, on a regular, on an everyday basis. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if they would tell you if that's realistic or not at this point. But I think... If they are put into the right spots, that they can still be very productive, and then they're also uh, great guys to have in the clubhouse, which is interesting because you know it seems like baseball as an industry has kind of transitioned away from hiring or signing certain players just based on clubhouse presence, but those mm-hmm. two guys are clubhouse presences. Right, which doesn't really fit in the analytical right. realm. Right. Do you, do you feel? I mean, I know you always have felt pressure in your career since you were a rookie, but do you feel particular pressure now that you are, you know, without a doubt, the face, the link to the past, um, the 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 guy who knows what it's like to win in a Giants uniform more than anyone else? I mean, is is there a new level of pressure for you? No, I don't. I mean. I don't know if I feel any more pressure because of that. I feel pressure because I wasn't happy with the way I played last year. I think that's as much as anything is I want to I want to prove to myself that you know I can get back to producing offensively on the side of the ball. I was pretty happy defensively with my year, but no, there's still stuff to improve. But really want to get back to. I think that's that's the pressure I feel is um, you know you have this you sometimes have this nagging thought like well you know can you can you do that again so that to me is the pressure and the challenge of of getting back to feeling like I am producing at that level you know uh, speaking of that uh Gabe has said more than once and he said it again today that uh, he thinks that there's more left not just you but both of the Brandons um Evan you know guys who uh, are not the, have not put up the numbers that they, they once did, and I mean he he's kind of factoring that into the equation about about winning more ball games, and yet 
you live in the city, you know what the fan base thinks. They are very skeptical of it. Mm-hmm. What do you as a player think about it? Well, I think the fan base has a right to be skeptical about it. Um, again, I can't speak for those other guys. I, I do feel like I have uh, more left in the tank to be more productive. and. Um, I'm sure those guys feel the same way, the Brandons you mentioned, and it's funny we call them the Brandons instead of saying their full names, but um, Longo. uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, the crazy thing I think about professional sports or or baseball certainly is even when you're, you're not playing well, you're not that far off a lot of times from from being back to quote unquote where you want to be. So hopefully with some minor adjustments, um, that's going to be the key. We're all going to have to be willing to, to make some changes. You can't keep doing the same thing you're doing and expect, you know, to get different results. So, and, uh, you know, it's such a great feeling when you make the playoffs and you're able to, to hand out the, the playoff shares to the coaches and staffs, but it's also equally as ready of a feeling when you're in the situation that you are right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Giant Splash. Henry Shulman and I, along with A's beat writer Susan Slesser, will provide many podcasts throughout spring training. So do tune in. Giant Splash is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is editor-in-chief. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Shulman, or you can email me at hshulman at sfchronicle.com. Support Giant Splash and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions available. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.